Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay, and this is Pod 37, and I'm here with my co-host, as always, Lita Herman. Welcome back, Inspired Actioneers. Today is an important day because we're going to be discussing what's considered the most important palace of the nine palaces, and that's the health palace. Yeah, I think it is definitely either one or two. I think home is really important. And I think health is really important if you're living in this modern world, which we all are, because you need your health, you have to have your health. And it is definitely um, what I call a domino palace. When this starts to go down, other ones start to fall. Yes. Um, So it is really important. And as you probably know, if you've been listening for a while, we are in the middle of going through each of the nine palaces in the podcast. Yeah. And Lita, why don't we do a little recap on the last two, which was on the relationship podcast. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. We discussed um, all the ways that you can examine your love relationships and especially with the five elements and how people's energetic dynamics impact your relationship. Yeah. And it's the whole month that we did it in February. So it was a little little hint of that valentine's there so love is in the air <laughs> do, 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 do. you started singing in the last yeah, podcast i had to go a little bit of singing here but no um just so we can get everyone in a happy place because sometimes the health palace can be a little bit of a wah, wah, wah. well it shouldn't be i know it should, it should be, be the wonderful. opposite yes it should be the opposite but people either are I think when I talk to people, they're either really super obsessed with health or they really don't even think about it at all. They take it for granted. Which sometimes is the better way to be because if you're not thinking about it at all, it means you're in good health. Yeah. Yeah. I always like to say I'm in perfect health. I did that for years. Um, so are we wait. Did we, that's it for the recap of the that's relationship. It the that's it. So go back and listen to thirty five and thirty six if you want to do more on the relationship. You can also send us a question. You could pop into the, our private Facebook group for Inspired Action. You can ask questions there, or we pop in and look around as as much as possible. And also, if we have a question and we use the question on our show, which is coming up and right after the Nine Palaces, we're going to do an all-question show. And if we use your question, we will give you, we will mail you an Inspired Action t-shirt, whatever size you want. How's that? Yeah. Isn't that like special, whatever size you want? Yes. Whatever <laughs> size you want. <laughs> Just a little humor there. Okay. So, um, and the t-shirts are really cool. So we've had quite a few questions. We're just about, you know, we're still looking for questions. So you could be a question on the Nine Palace. Uh, nine Palaces, we've got a really good question on the ghost points. It could be on the five elements. It could be on nutrition. We're going to talk about health. And by the time we're done, it could be a question on any of the Nine Palaces. And send your question to questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com. Yeah. And so let's, and let's talk a really quick, quick, quick about the MAP program, which is the Master Alchemy program, which is filled for 2019, but we're already taking a wait list, email list for 2020, you can go to inspiredactionpodcast.com, check out the Master Alchemy button and get more information there. And we have a new app. And so if you haven't heard about it, it's called Inspired Action 
app. Yeah, it's podcast got our little app. logo. It has all of our podcasts on there. It has some of the meditations. We're adding more all of the time, and it's going to grow. It's still in its baby steps. I know I keep saying that, but it takes time. Right now, it's like a little toddler. It still has its diaper on. It's just crawling. It hasn't quite got out of the crib yet, but it's going to. It's going to be great. Yes, and we're doing more meditations every day, so you'll be seeing those soon, probably in March. Yeah, definitely um, coming soon. So we have a lot of plans, and we also take suggestions on that, too. So if you have anything on any of our stuff that you think we could do better, just let us know. So let's get back to health, the health palace. Yeah, you know, it is kind of a serious topic, but I don't like to make it serious. I like to talk about it in a fun kind of way, but it's really paying attention Self-care, self-cultivation, body, mind, spirit. That's what we're kind of all about here. So let's keep it. Wait, wait. What's the most important criteria for your health? Fun. Yes. Yes. You got to have fun. Got to have fun. Yes. Happiness, lightness. Yes. What do they say? Laughter is the best medicine. Yes. Laughter is the best medicine. And it's true. It's It's absolutely true. So we're going to try to make you laugh a little bit. But it is kind of, you know, all the nine palaces um, have this, you know, fun undertone this has this you know serious undertone it is your life but you know life doesn't have to be always be serious so if you're having serious health crisis don't think we're making fun or treating it lightly we we know what's going on we deal with that every day with people in the clinic yes so we're just trying to have a little laughter because it is the best medicine yes laughter is the best medicine i love it yeah so lita why do you think this is the most important palace of the nine i think it's one or two, but it's definitely one or two. Well, I like when you say, Jay, that if health goes out of balance, then everything else is pretty much in jeopardy. Yeah, it goes right down the toilet there, whoosh, in a big flush. Like if you have um, a health crisis and then you can't work. Yeah. Or, and then you don't get money, so your wealth palace is yeah. affected and your prosperity. And you can't have adventures, you can't travel, you're really not enjoying your hobbies, you know, wah, wah, wah. everything yeah. goes down the tubes. And it, it, it is. You know, people who obsess about it also, I think it kind of gets into this frozen mode as well because they're always thinking about every single thing that they do, that they put in their mouth and everything. So it can kind of... It, it can, can be an obsession. It can be an obsession as well. So we're trying to find the balance. All the nine palaces is about balance. Finding the balance. So health is important. So we're going to talk about that. But it, I mentioned this in the relationship palace that if you have a crisis moment where you have a relationship that you can't leave or you're struggling with, or you have a, a job that you can't leave that you're struggling with, your health palace will kind of supersede the universe and step in and could possibly make you sick. So you have to leave that relationship. So you have to leave that job. So you have to Make That's some true. kind of action. That's really good point. It happens so often. Yeah. I see it all the time. So you have to really kind of pay attention to this in a way of how it affects all of your palaces. You know, if I say to you, what do you do for fun? And you're like, I don't even have time. I'm too tired all the time. Or, you know, I'm stressed all the time. That's a health palace. I've seen people who get some kind of minor health crisis, but it prevents them from doing their job. Yeah. Totally. Like, you know, something with their arm and they have to type, for example, and now they can't go to work. Yeah. Now, is that happening because the job made it happen or because they hate the job? Well, you know, I think probably Carpal Tunnel was created by the universe to get people out of the jobs that are monotonous and boring that they don't want to do in the first place. Right. Yeah. They hate their job. Therefore, their body kind of goes rogue. Yeah. So if you have that issue, I know you could always tell people to come in for Chinese medicine for carpal tunnel Yeah, to work on oh, that. Oh my gosh. We're going to do an episode uh, in this segment on health 
that's going to be about that. Yeah. So, All right. So let's talk. Okay. You know, when we talk about you know health and the health house. A lot of people think instantly about food. And yes, that's a huge component, but that is not the only component. Yes. So what do you, let's talk about the good co- components, the good components of good health. Well, there's sleep. That's really important. That's probably, you know, it's like the number one underlying uh, component for sure. I mean, you have right. food and water and exercise and movement, but if they all start to erode if you don't have enough sleep. Right. So some people don't even understand the whole, I had a whole session with someone on sleep and the circadian rhythms and, you know, being on your phone or your computer and how much time do you need in a, in a night? And they were just like, wow, I don't, I didn't never thought of it that way. So it's really about time management on the sleep. We're going to talk about that more in time management, but when we did a show on that, so sleep Yeah, that was important. episode two. Wow, good memory on that. <laughs> Must be getting a lot of sleep. And sleep does help your memory, by the way. It Enough does. Sleep. It does. It helps a lot of things. I mean, I would say probably there's nothing in your whole body that wouldn't benefit from more sleep. So, Jay, we're going to do a number of episodes on health because it's such a big topic. Yes. And we're going to go over sleep and exercise and chi, moving your chi, which is so important, and your mental health, like reduction in stress and meditation techniques and and those sorts of things. But today we're going to really just talk about health in general. The yeah, health I love palace. It. And it is a, a all-encompassing palace. Um, it, it is important to have a, a self-cultivating, self-care routine is all about what's going on. And that's also mental health, too. I yeah. always throw that in category in as well. Yeah, if we actually go with health being a good state of mind, then, you know, if you have this philosophy that if you believe you're healthy, then you are healthy. Yeah. And if someone comes along and says... You're, you're doing something unhealthy and that changes your state of mind and you start doubting yourself, then that's not good. Well, we see if we'll go right off the, uh, the start here with food and eating. And, you know, one of the topics that comes up a lot is diets. So if you're on any any diet and you're humming along and doing great and then you meet someone and they say, hey, I don't agree with that diet. You know, uh, there are studies that have shown and that could just be a, you know, a very vague statement that what you're doing is not healthy. Boy, that casts a doubt in your mind. You have to be really clear on what your beliefs are. Yes, you have to be in alignment with what you believe is healthy. It doesn't matter what I believe or Jay believes is healthy. It's what you believe is healthy. If if we say... um, you know, you need to eat this diet, which we're not ever going to say. But let's say we did say that. And then you you suddenly went, oh, I have to change my diet. But you don't really believe that. Yeah, you're just doing it for maybe you want to lose weight or you want to look good. And those are great reasons, no doubt about it. But you have to believe that what you're putting in your body is the food or vitamins or liquids are nourishing. And you're only going to take the good out of those. Right. So if you are doing something that you believe is quote unquote bad, then every day you're sending a negative message to the cells in your body and your body's individual parts become guarded. And it's like there's resistance. Remember, we talked so much about resistance in the early podcast. That's really big in this palace for sure. If you're going to a fast food restaurant every day or every other day and you know you shouldn't be eating there because it's bad for you or it feels bad for you but yet you still do it and I say why why are you doing that you're like oh I don't have time I don't have you know what people say I can't afford to eat healthy that is crazy 
It's crazy. It's about making choices, and it might not. It might be easier to go to the fast food restaurant. It might be cheaper to go to the fast food restaurant. But is that is that really what life is about? But if they believe that what they're eating at the fast food restaurant is healthy, and they really believe that, they're doing better than if they thought it was bad for them. Yeah, I'm not even Tell sure. Tell the Dr. Pepper story. Yeah, um, there's a, a a whole show out, and it's about. I think they interviewed a hundred people who lived over a hundred. And this woman, she was 104, and she was talking about how she drank three Dr. Peppers a day. And people who are, you know, she loves them. She drinks them. And the doctor that she went to said, oh, you need to stop right away. You need to stop, stop, stop. And she's like, I'm not going to stop. And then she talks about how he died like 10 years <laughs> later. And she still was drinking her Dr. Peppers. And she's 104 years old. And she said, you know, maybe it's the sugar that's keeping me alive. Yeah. She believed that it was okay for her to have those Dr. Peppers. Exactly. And, you know, you hear it all the time about the people who, you know, drink a shot of whiskey or, you know, they smoke a pack of cigarettes every day till they're 80. I mean, it's every, there's every, you know, uh, asterisk to every thing, but they believed that they wanted to do that and it was okay for them. We've all had the experience of putting something in our mouths and thinking, this is really bad for me. I shouldn't be doing this. How many times a day do we do that? You know? So if you're living a healthy lifestyle, probably it's not going to happen that often. Right. So, but if you're doing it over and over and over and you're having these conversations and what you do is you go into a self-negotiation. Oh, one cupcake is not going to be a problem or one, you know, cigarette. I'm only smoking a half a pack a day. It's not that bad. Or, you know, so it's just this whole thing. You're negotiating. You're never going to win with your brain negotiating ever, ever, ever. Yeah. There's this whole Jim Fortin thing about the lizard brain. Yeah, the identity. The identity. So we always talk about the shifting of identity and the lizard brain. So if you go to negotiate with yourself about, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to have in the moment, you're going to always get what you want, which is that thing. So you have to shift that identity. And if you're on a healthy, healthy lifestyle, guess what? You don't eat cupcakes. Maybe we should explain that lizard brain thing a little bit more. Yeah, sure. The idea is that you have an identity that feels safe. And if you're eating or doing something that you think is unhealthy, the lizard brain, which is the back of the brain, the primitive, the part. primitive part of your brain wants you to keep doing it no matter what. It's pleasure. And it's survival. so if you're sort of higher level brain, the, the fore, forehead area of the brain says, this is a dumb idea. Let's stop doing that. The back of the brain is going to, the lizard part is going to say, no. We think we should continue doing what we're doing, the status quo, because we are safe and we wouldn't right. want to make any changes. Right. So that's the lizard brain. I use that theory a lot when people have habits they want to kick. So I always send them over to Jim Fortin to read his stuff, look yeah. at his stuff. We'll we love put, it. put him in the show notes because it's Yeah, because awesome. we use the identity. We've been using the identity theory for many years. And then, you know, we discovered him just recently and it's worked right. out really well. Fundamentally, too. I think it's NLP theory. Yeah. Which is... A lot of people. A lot of people like um, Tony. Tony Robbins. Yeah. yeah. Tony Robbins and Jim Fortin and just tons and tons of people. So, all right. So, so if we go back to what we talked about in the very early podcast, floating downstream. Yeah. Part of floating downstream is that you're not fighting yourself all the time. And right. so that means that you don't have a lot of rebellious chi. And remember, we have that rebellious chi meditation. And if you want to be in good health or you are already in good health, 
then you want to continue to not have a lot of resistance in yeah. your life. Resistance is futile, right? Yeah. And that's living a wu-wei life. Okay, that which was is, for your well, Star Trekkies out there. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> resistance is futile. Yeah. Yes. The Borg. <laughs> yes. If you could say it with a British accent, even better. Oh, I can't. Can There's, you? No. <laughs> I mean, I could. It would just be pathetic. All right, all you folks in the UK, you just could send imagine us a, that we sent a clip of yes. sending. We could right. go find Picard saying it. <laughs> resistance is futile. So, anyways, resistance is futile. That is the rebellious chi, and that is the essence of living the wooey life: is letting all that go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe not get overtaken by the Borg. Hopefully. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, and actually, it's the opposite. If you think that, if you just play with me for a minute on the Borg concept as society trying to get you to do that's true all this thing in society, you know, go to eat the fast food or you know, drink this or eat, smoke this or do this. That's the resistance is futile. Just do it. Everyone else is doing it, and that is not the way to live a healthy life. That's funny because it's like being in the Wu way you would think means just go along with the society, but it's really going along with your authentic self. Yeah. Going along with what you really want. You're living your inspired life. You know, you're not fighting things all the time. If you're doing the things that, that aren't exactly health for you, healthy for you, and you're doing them every day, that means something inside you has resistance. You're Actually, not going with the flow. That makes me think of a Chinese medicine concept. Okay, sure. Let's go with it. Okay. So illness is is called disease or dis-ease, right? That's the breakdown of that word. And there's even an acupuncture point called not at ease. And this point is for people who are simply working too hard at everything. Yeah. That's the rebellious chi thing again. Right. Yeah. So, so stay with me here. Let's take that thought a little deeper. Illness isn't the thing that you think is making you ill, like a germ or whatever you think is causing you to be ill. The actual illness is your body going into resistance mode against something. Yeah, that's why the stress is really the underlying of so many illnesses and with other palaces. Yes. Like you see it all the time. So the stress. So what is stress? Well, stress is resistance. Yeah, stress is resistance. So the number one thing people say to me when they come in with some kind of illness, no matter what it is, is that it started during a difficult time in their lives with the stress time. Like a hundred percent of the time when people come in, wow, I can identify that it's a time of stress that, that it started. That is just amazing. And so those are life changing moments, right? Yeah. And even when someone comes in and says that nothing's stressful, like that nothing was happening later on after I've been treating them for a while, they were like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you I was in a court case. You know, like somebody was suing somebody or somebody was going to jail or whatever. But they didn't see the connection. They didn't even like make the connection that that was stressing them out. Yeah, I get that too. Because, <laughs> you know, they aren't really, they're not consciously acknowledging that that's what the, that's going to make them sicker, yeah. sicker, sicker, or, yeah. you know, the domino kind of thing. But yeah, it, it is kind of, it kind of like, it's like water fills in every crack and, right. and goes right in. Now here's how it works. Stress is resistance and resistance in your body is what we call in Chinese medicine, a lack of chi flow, a lack of blood flow, a lack of energy flow. And overall, it's the beginning of ill health. And so we need our body to flow. We need the fluids to be moving. We need the energy to be moving for optimal health. Anything that blocks that flow is going to be at least causing the common cold or at worst, 
you know, it'll cause more serious illness. You know, we, we talk about this when we talk about Tai Chi and Qigong and movement. You know, I know we sound like a broken record on when we talk to people about what we like them, you know, to think about doing in their life every day. And we're going to talk about this at the end of the podcast. But it really is about it's not just moving and exercising. It's moving the blood, moving the chi. It's exactly what you said. If you do these things you have it the, the benefits are twofold not only are you building muscle and moving and raising energy and stuff but you're moving all the stuff inside of your body people don't think about that yeah they don't really think about what's moving around energetically inside they're just thinking about their you know running or they're doing you know yoga or tai chi qigong definitely tai chi qigong yes maybe even martial arts would move that but if i were going to prioritize you know, I would say any kind of movement is better than no movement. Yes. And if you can't move because you're paralyzed or something, some other reason, very sick, then you should get a massage therapist to come. Yeah. And I I know that some people can't afford that, but maybe a friend. But you actually need someone to massage your body if you're not moving it. Yeah. That's how important it is. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, in our society, there's so much going on right now with our fast-paced media-driven lives and, you know, entertainment and different things. There's so many people with these, I think, like brand new kind of stress-related illnesses, things we haven't even think, you know, haven't even got names for. Yes. You know, the iPad thumb and the iPad neck and, you know, shoulder pain in the back, you know. And all the autoimmune illnesses that oh, have yeah. cropped up over the years. Oh, yeah. I see people every day where doctors can't diagnose them yeah but they know it's some kind of autoimmune illness but it's like a new one yeah and what about the computer screen thing what's what's the one looking at the computer screen oh, yeah. uh, csv computer screen something i don't know but yeah so all these things are happening because we're so focused on our devices that we are getting stressed out we don't even know it i really think the autoimmune illnesses wow that's just like you know just gonna be like escalating i think yeah, well, that's a downer. <laughs> I know, I know. And this is about the health, health palace, so we yes. have to talk about it a little bit. But, you know, I think one of the things that I'm always, you know, talking about with people is less social media, less computers, yeah. less screen time and more real time. Yes. Even if that's just spending it with yourself. Right. You know, self-cultivation. And, or some people need to be in groups. So that's... That's another thing we're going to talk about. So, I don't And, know. you know, we don't want people to obsess about health because that's a health palace issue. So yeah. if you're exercising crazy, crazy out of control or you're so obsessed with what you put in your mouth, then that's, that's yeah. a health palace issue. Let's talk issue. about the mindset. Let's talk about what mm-hmm. is a healthy mindset. How do you find that balance? You know, when I, what I like to do is come up with doable strategies not stressful strategies. I don't right. like people to say, you know, I, I want, I have to do this. When, you, when you're saying that you have to do something, that's stress. Right. That's rebellion. Right. So you want, to, you want to do it. So when you make a decision to have a morning practice or morning movement or whatever you're going to do, w- once that decision is made, the rest should start to unfold. You have right. to make that decision, that commitment. And that's really about, you know, getting that, you know, morning mojo going. So we, we talk about the New Year's resolutions. You yeah. know, people make these resolutions in January and they're gung-ho, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then come February, boom. Well, now that it's February, I think that we could say it's a good time yeah. to have a real conversation with yourself. Definitely. Not one of these January, I got to force myself I to gotta do lose something. that 20 pounds this year yeah you know well, it, well if you don't change what you're doing and change your identity this not magically going to fall off this is like a conversation with yourself about what's really truly yeah. achievable and a very 
easy path to change. Yeah. So if you want to make changes, positive changes, changes in your life, actually live the healthy life that you want, you're going to have to make, come to some kind of agreement with yourself. Yeah. You, you know, and no a more self, yeah, no more self negotiating. Right. You know, um, think about what is important to you and when is the time? The time is now. Right. The time is now. And, you know, no one else can tell you what healthy is. Healthy for each person is different. Yes, we have these, you know, definitely, you know, themes that we, we're going to talk about themes in, in this culture about what is healthy and what is not healthy. But only you can tell you tell yourself what's healthy based on what you feel. Right. You know, I do want to say, though, that I think since you live in a society and a culture, there are going to be certain things where... The society believes it so strongly, you know, that there's really no debate. And if you don't believe in what, like, let's say society says, do you remember saccharin? Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, my grandmother used to eat tons of it. I think it was in like a lot of different things, like tab, soda, yeah. I think had saccharin. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, but that's the first thing that came to my mind. And different things. Saccharin was in a lot of, yeah. you know, she thinks um, it killed her. sugar-free Mm-hmm. things yeah so why does she why did she think it oh killed she her? thinks it caused her pancreatic cancer which she ultimately died of at a young age and so 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 much science came out about saccharin that it would be difficult for you as an individual in this day and age to say you know what i don't care what anyone says i like saccharin i think it's good and then just eat it so i think that you need to make your own decisions. But you have to really believe that and what? N- yeah. Not pay attention to anyone who says anything right. bad about saccharin? Well, or admit that the, the, the current state of mind of the collective uh, consciousness, like our collective consciousness, you know, it's really hard to buck that system. Okay, so w- explain to me why people still smoke. Well, they're not listening to the collective consciousness. Or they smoke and they say, I know this is killing me, but I don't care. Exactly. See, that's the problem. That's the bad. If you continue to smoke and pretty much everyone around you believes that it's bad, then you're constantly having these feelings of I'm doing something bad. It's, it's, you can't avoid it. So it's the addictive thing that keeps you going maybe? Oh yeah, for sure. We're going to talk about that. I'm sure, pretty sure saccharin was addictive too. Right. So how do you navigate through the minefield of new products for for consumption nowadays? There's so many. Well, here's the thing. The other issue is so many people disagree. There are scientific studies on wine that are positive and scientific studies on wine that are negative. There are scientific studies on sugar that are positive and some that are negative. So how can we negotiate all that. Well, I'm pretty certain there's no scientific study that says smoking is healthy for you. Exactly. So that's an area where the collective consciousness has agreed that smoking is bad. So if, if you're trying to decide, you're having that conversation with yourself and you're doing something that everyone around you believes is bad, you really need to look at that one. Yeah, that's a tough one because how are you going to live Wherever you, you go, I know, you know, a saccharin. Do they even still sell saccharin? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But now they have Splenda. They yeah. have, you know, NutraSweet. They have yeah. um, just a whole, what's the, what, yellow is the right. Splenda. Yeah. And you have to decide what you think about those things, not what we think. Right. So, you know, one of the things I always like to, to talk about you and I is eat more simply. 
yeah. simple foods, eat more organic, read labels, have, you know, try to limit or eliminate processed foods. And that yeah. would be those sweeteners. Right. The processed sweeteners. You know, if you like. But I then can, there are people who say everything in moderation. And, and that actually is a wonderful yeah. approach. Yeah. It's or they not, only take the good out of what they put in them. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because so, yeah we're not saying anything is bad or good. We don't yeah. believe in good or bad. So what works for you? But if you want a simple guideline is to eat more simply, more organic, read labels. So Lita, there's so much consumption, different products. What do we do about doubt? What do we do about, you know, if you start to doubt something? That's really what it's about. Because if you're, if you're totally in alignment with yourself, you won't doubt what you're doing. Like if you if you set out to say, I'm going to live the healthiest life possible and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to eat this, I'm going to exercise, blah, blah, blah. And you choose what you're going to do and then you commit to yourself that you're going to do it and you do it. Okay. So if you, you know, one of the things is coffee in the morning. Um, if someone thinks that in the society thinks coffee is bad for you, but every day on your healthy day, you have a cup of coffee, but maybe you go get organic and you get fair trade and you get some with none of the mold or whatever's in the coffee that everyone's complaining about. And you drink that every day. Is that good for you or bad for you? If you read a study that says one cup of coffee a day is good for you and that's what you believe wholeheartedly. And you enjoy it. And you enjoy it. That's probably a fantastic thing for you to do. Yeah. Okay. And so. if you read another article that says coffee's horrible and terrible for you, and then you start to doubt it, now you've got a problem. Okay. So maybe just stop reading about coffee. Stop reading. <laughs> it's <laughs> Enjoy about your cup. Get the best that you can get and stop reading about it. Like maybe stop obsessing about it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Unless you're a food writer. Or and if something. you have doubt, it means you're not in alignment anymore. So if you yeah. did read that article about coffee and you have doubt, then try not drinking it for a while. Yeah, and see, you know, like I said, if you, yeah, so you're like, oh, I love my coffee in the morning. I can't live without it. And then I say, well, you know what? That's going to kill you. That's not, you got to somehow, how do, so how do you get that out of your head now? How do you get that whisper in your ear out? Fundamentally, I think the really big issue we're talking about here is that modern science, as wonderful it is, as it is, has a lot of conflicting ideas. Totally. And we're in a media consumption society. Yeah. And we are flooded with these conflicting ideas and we're panicked that we're going to do something wrong. Well, here's, a, here's my question is, when did someone's opinion become news? Exactly. Or science? Well, there's, yeah, fake news. Fake, <laughs> fake news is, is, so they're confusing opinions with news. Right. The opinion is not news either. So right. my opinion is not a news thought. It's just my opinion. Well, there, I have clients that have come to me. I had a person who came to me who ate uh, soy products as a vegetarian and then was absolutely 100% sure that it made her sick. Because later, after all this wonderful news came out about how great soy is, some news came out that said it's not great. Yeah, and then it was and, bad for women and then yeah. estrogen and all the, I remember the soy thing. When I was, God, I was in school at the time, I ate a lot of soy. And honestly, tofu I, and soy and yeah, I never saw any evidence that that was the cause of her problems. Yeah, but that's what she believed. Yep. Now she stopped eating soy, so that's good. Did she get better? Well, she kind of had some chronic issues that never got better in until we started working together, and so she was blaming the soy. Now I'm not saying that that's wrong or right. I'm just saying this is what is happening to us as a society. Yeah. We have so many doubts. You could just fill in the blank. It could not, it could be soy. It could be fill in the blank, whatever you think right. it is. What I tell people is a say a little mantra 
to yourself, like you said, Jay, I'm in perfect health. Yeah, I'm in perfect health. And manifest perfect health. It's not a prayer or a wish. I wish I had perfect health. It's I am in perfect health. I mean, even if I have like, I don't know, toenail fungus or something, I'm still really healthy. And so if you start manifesting your perfect health, guess guess, guess what? Your fungus will go away. So if you say, I go swimming every day and I love it, but I go in the locker room and I get toenail fungus and that's making me sick, I mean, do you stop swimming or what do you do? Well, toenail fungus is a great example of something being a little out of balance in your body. Yeah. And so if you start manifesting good health in your mind. And balance. Your state of mind. Yeah. Your toe fungus will get better because your body will be back in balance. Yeah. And also you will have the realization that, oh, maybe there is something I'm eating or doing that's not great. And you'll make an adjustment because you're manifesting your good health. So I guess it all comes down to resonance. What resonates with you? What is in your alignment? That's it. That is so it. What is your resonance with? If you feel like you want to eat vegetarian, eat vegetarian. If that makes you happy. If you want to be vegan, eat vegan. If you want to be paleo, keto, whatever. Gluten-free. Gluten-free. Whatever. Yeah. Do what you feel in alignment with, what resonates with you, what your body feels good doing. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, someone told me, I've heard this many times, but just the other day about the story of ancient grains versus modern grains and how we've messed up our, we've basically effed up our <laughs> our grains in this country. Our yeah. yeah. And supposedly the European grains are better. So folks in, the, in Europe can tell us whether that's true or not. But, and this is, this is an issue. This is really what we're worried about. We're, we're worried that our food isn't good for us. And yeah. You, you could know. do. You can also do peanuts and wheat and you know soy. All have been tampered with, and then don't even get me started on the GMO and corn. Yeah, yeah, all corn. the GMO products. So they might be good for the people who are making those pesticides and those fertilizers, but it might not be good for the people who are eating them. Right, and it might take 10, 20, 30, 40 years to figure that out. But see, that's a story. And one it's a collective person, story. Yeah, it's a collective story, but one, it's not definitive enough that everyone believes it. So if you don't believe it, don't don't listen. Don't don't take that in. Yeah. That's not your story. If you do believe it, then do something about it. Yeah, change so you have, it. You have conspiracy theorists now. That now you bring in a whole thing that's in society. Mm-hmm. People who are the naysayers, the conspiracy theories. The you know we hear people talking about the chemtrails and yes. all, we can go on. We could do a whole show on just that. But for today, let's just think about what is good. Let's talk about what is the healthy mindset. What are the components? Yes. Let's go to the next component. I want to oh. tell you one more story. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> this is all about stories. <laughs> I was talking about health at a conference. And I was doing a little presentation, and this guy came up to me afterwards. He looked to be about 65, maybe 70 at the most. And he said to me, I just don't understand. He said, I've been healthy every day of my life, and I've never even had a thought in my mind ever of being out of health. I said, really? Wow, that's so rare. Congratulations. And he said, well, I think it's because after hearing your talk, I realized when I was young, I was in school, and everyone in my school got sick except me. And I, I was fine. They all got flu. Some of them died. So it was a really bad illness and I didn't get it. So for the rest of my life, I just ne- I assumed I would never get sick. See, there you go. He thought he was stronger. Yeah. He thought he had this immunity. Yeah. He thought he was just do his thing. He didn't have bad thoughts that this was going to make me sick or that was going to make me sick. He never doubted it. Yeah. 
it's an incredible story because he proved to himself through this as a young child that he was a healthy person and he yeah. so held that's to the that. mindset we're talking about. Yeah. Have this perfect health mindset. Yeah. Do find what works for you. So again, we're talking about the mindset. What resonates with you? What's in alignment? And so this whole podcast is about, I don't want to say theory, but it's about what we can do to think about. Yeah. And the next podcast, let's do more practical, more things. Yeah. So I think this podcast, we're going to wrap up and then the next podcast will be part two of health. And we'll go over lots of ideas, food ideas, water, sleep, meditation, exercise. So just ideas for things to consider and see if you resonate with them. Yeah, and if you're already rocking it and you feel very healthy, you could skip over these podcasts because you know what? We don't want to waste your time because time's a resource. Although I have to say, you know, I, I believe I'm very healthy. I've been manifesting my perfect health for a long time. And as we go through these nine palaces, the ones that normally check off, you know, my career is good, my health is good, my relationships are good. You know, all these things that I'm like, ah, got that one, piece of cake. What, I, what kind of cake? <laughs> <laughs> right. I've been I've been reevaluating them anyway, even though they check off. I think you can always find more balance, yeah. better alignment. You're a different person than you were even a year ago. Yeah, I can't believe how much this podcast has been helping me kind of reevaluate my life. Yeah, I me love too. it. Me too. I definitely. love it. So, I think everyone needs to look at what they're doing, even if you're rocking it. Like I just, you know, yeah. if you're doing it, you don't have to skip the podcast. You could still listen because you can always improve. All right. Yeah. So this is a good time to put in some homework. Yes. If you choose to accept if it. If you choose to accept it. I would like you to take a look at your overall healthy choices. And again, no judgment, no shame, no blame, no games. Just think about what you're doing. Are you eating the way you want to eat? Or are you waiting for that perfect world where, you know, Oprah's personal chef comes knocking on your door, wanting to come in every day and make lunch for you? You know, make a I little... I want that. <laughs> the melon ball. Come, you know, remember when we... I remember one time watching a show and they did a house thing and he had to come in with the melon ball. I'm like, oh my God, I want someone to come and make the melon balls for me. <laughs> okay, so think about your choices. Mine is the Oprah's personal chef. Yes. And think about what, you know, what are you putting in your body? Are you eating healthy? Are you making good choices? Are you drinking enough water? The basics. Let's just start with that. Yeah. And then after you think about, you know, you can do a little food diary if you really are in a health crisis. You can start with that. But think about, we, we talk about this all the time, probably every single show. What do you really want? Yes. What do you really want? Are you taking care of your body? Do you nourish your body? That's yes. the word right there, nourish. Yes. yes and again, it. are you are you thriving or are you surviving? Right. So think about those things. So you can ask yourself, and if you're not living this perfectly healthy life, what is your body craving? Better food, more sleep, movement, self-cultivation, spiritual? Yes. You know, what is, what is the more? What do you I want more in my life. What is the category you want more in? And don't worry if you can't manifest something right away. It takes a while to shift an identity. So if you're a sugarholic like I was, you know, I used to put away uh, Trader Joe's chocolate bar in a day. Yeah, those big giant <laughs> Back in the ones. Day. Oh my God, a pound of chocolate. Easy peasy. And then I allowed myself to eat, eat whatever I wanted one day a week for, I don't know. A year and a half. Maybe a year and a half. And it cured my sugarholic problem. 
Yeah, I think that, you know, that's another whole topic we can talk about. But I think what you did, Lita, is you shifted your identity. Yes, I no longer am a sugarholic. I am literally not. So when you wake up in the morning, you don't say to yourself, oh, my God, am I going to go to Trader Joe's today and get that giant chocolate bar? But look how hard I had to right? work. to t- Yes. So you don't do that, right? No, I don't. But so look you don't how... have to deal with that. Yeah. Those, those, those challenges. No, I don't do that anymore. But look how hard I had to work to change that identity. Yeah. It took me a year and a half. Well, I don't think it's, you know, I think think it's hard work but it's conviction you decided that you wanted to change i did my own food things same journey that you were on but different obstacles different challenges and now i have none of those cravings and so it's easy for us to say oh we don't have those cravings but it was work and it is is once that decision was made yeah things happen was it perfect every time no but things got better things got better now a couple years later I have yeah. none of the same issues at all. And I thought I couldn't live without bread or rice or ice or sugar. All of the things. I had a lot. I had like <laughs> tons and tons. And now I live a pretty clean eating life. And going back to, you know, what we did, at least what I did, is I allowed myself to eat whatever I wanted one day a week. And that's what helped my my identity change because I no longer was in conflict. Yeah. And then... After a while, I was like, I don't really want to eat this anymore because I allowed myself to eat what I never had allowed myself sure, to eat before. Because you thought that, you know, it was bad for you or yeah. whatever that rebellious was. So that's cool. Yeah. I did the same thing. We did. And the other thing is, you know, if you want to make changes, it does help if you make them with an accountability partner mm-hmm. or a group of people. Um, you know, if you don't have someone that you can do it with the journal, we will talk about the journaling that yes. that could be your accountability, self accountability. It yes. also helps, I think, with the mental stresses if you're writing things down. Right. So you don't have to have a partner to do this. You can use your journal. Use Once you make the decisions to change, then that's it. You've made the decision. What's the next step? Let it flow to you. Let right. it think about what you want to make the changes and, and take it slow. Baby steps. And take it slow. Yeah. Baby steps. But the first step is to just evaluate. What are you doing that you like and what are you doing that you don't like? Right. And think about, um, you don't have to have the answers of what you, where you need to get to. You just need to know you want to make changes. Right. So, you know, I think the idea behind, you know, Lita and I telling everyone what we do in our life is to inspire you that you can make these changes, these big changes in the health palace. You can find your own way, find what works for you. But I think the key is action inspired action what a coincidence that's the name of the podcast so we hope you find yours and be in perfect health yes be in perfect health okay thank you have a good day bye bye Hey, this is Jay. If you're still listening to the podcast, Lita and I have a special little announcement we want to make for our book, Energy of Love. It's February and we're in the mood for love. Love is still in the air. Love is still in the air. So we are offering um, a free copy of our Energy of Love book, which we would happily send you anywhere in the world. For an inspired action on your part, if you rate and review our podcast, or if you refer it to a friend on Facebook or Instagram, just send us a DM or an email. Let us know what you did. And let us know that you've been sharing this wonderful inspiration with others. And we would love to send you that book. If you'd also like an Inspired Action t-shirt, send us a question to questions at Inspired Action Podcast. And if you do it in the same time frame, we'll send it with the book as well. So get out there and do some inspired action. Spread the word. We, You know, sharing is caring. And <laughs> if you know someone who might listen to the podcast, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, great. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo! 
why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at inspiredactionpodcast.com or Jay at inspiredactionpodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and remember to hug the dog.